0: Hi, I'm Nat V, and this is Memoria. Each episode explores a moment in time that shaped a writer's life. Every month, we publish Flash Memoir, which has been adapted into bite sized audio stories with sound effects and music. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The following story is called Burn and it is written and read by Emily Anderson. Here is Emily to tell us how she came to write. Burn. Growing up, I was friends. My parents were friends
1: with a big friendship group and we all they all had children, similarly aged children, and we would all hang out together and roam the streets of the neighbourhood and I had a very close friendship with one uh, girl and we were best friends I guess and this moment is the end, not the end, but the sort of beginning of the fracture of a child, easy, straightforward childhood friendships towards the more complex uh, adolescent relationships and this moment has Sort of stuck with me. I remember it so vividly and viscerally—the the the heat and the um, feel. Like in many ways, it was the beginning of the end of naive youth. It's really hot up here. Fee and I have followed Deb up the ladder and into the roof cavity, and the air is like hot soup under the tin. I take gulping breaths, but my throat burns. We tread carefully, picking our way on the joists, our heads bowed under the corrugated iron sweltering above us. Under the pitch, we straighten up, and Deb flicks a switch on a splintery rafter, and a naked bulb buzzes to life. We shouldn't be here. There are pools and trampolines and toys and streets to roam. But here we are. Deb fishes around the pale pink bats that look like cotton candy but that leave us scratching our legs and arms until she triumphantly produces the gold cardboard box, Benson and Hedges, with its elegant cursive script. My head is throbbing. Small droplets of sweat snake from under my arms and my temple. My T-shirt sticks damply to the curve of my back. We each take a cigarette, holding it between our fingers like we'd seen our parents do. They are more flimsy than I'd expected, but the smell, the dry, bitter twang of tobacco, is somehow comforting. On the brink of transgression, we snicker. (laughs) Fee holds the cigarette in her puckered lips, while Deb strikes match after match to light it, sneering, Suck! Suck! With such urgency that it's starting to not seem so fun anymore. When Fee and then Deb are lit and puffing the smoke into the hot tin roof, I am almost already lost to them. My cigarette smoulders eventually too, but this incremental moment in time, this minute of shared connection between the two smokers separate to the one not yet smoking, seems to be enough to have changed things. Before this moment, it was Fee and me with our matching pink polka dot bathers and dress-up performances, it all seems lost now. The smokers butt out their cigarettes. I've puffed dutifully at mine, holding the sour smoke interminably in my mouth before blowing it out in a gentle i I'm relieved that we can go. The cigarettes go back into their hidey-hole. We file out of the ceiling and down the ladder and into the bright marble bathroom, where we squirt mint toothpaste into our mouths and swill it wildly. I feel nauseous and dizzy, and that I just might float away from them as they rush out to the garden, (laughs) laughing. So what are you working on at the moment, Emily? At the moment, I'm working on a manuscript. I'm sort of a bit stuck with it because I lost it, basically. Um, My laptop was stolen a few years ago, which had all my work on it. And yes, now everything is backed up scrupulously to the cloud. So I've had to start again and I wasn't sure if I wanted. It's been something I've been writing for many, many years, like 10 years. And I'm sort of now working out whether I continue with that project or if I work on another project. Project And over the last month or so, I've recommitted to the original project, the project that was stolen. So that's what I'm working on right now. I don't even know how to describe it anymore because I think it's going to change as I rewrite it. But it's set in Melbourne and in the 60s during the Vietnam War. So it's sort of historical fiction, I guess. My writing goal for 2019 is to complete the stolen manuscript and that's really it. It's both a huge goal and a small goal. I think writers inspire me all the time and I don't have one particular writer that inspires me. I think anyone who is being creative is inspiring. Oh, I have a pile of books that I'm currently reading that I re-reading uh, Jonathan Franz and Freedom and The Handmaid's Tale. I'm not sure why they just ended up by my bed again and I, obviously I love them, but it's funny because I have a whole lot of new book there waiting and I often return to something familiar that I know. I'm going to love, and that's going to nourish
0: me. Memoria was written and produced by me, Nat V. Burn was written and read by Emily Anderson. Each episode is illustrated by Peter Manning. The story segment was edited by Jen Farrow. Music in this episode is by The Blue Dot Sessions. Memoria comes to you each month. You can listen to our previous episodes or see a schedule of our upcoming episodes on memoriapodcast.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any good podcasting platform. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as $1 a month, you can help support our work. It takes a team of three to put each episode together. A number of days going to selecting, recording, sourcing sound effects, editing, illustrating and publishing each episode. We prefer not to use ads. So please go to our website, memoriapodcast.com to make a one-off donation or visit our Patreon page. And if you love the show, please leave us a review. Each like or rating is important to us and helps us spread the word. Until next time.